and welcome to The Worst Podcast. I'm Jules Oakes and today I'm joined by the effervescent Nick Crow. How you doing, Nick? I'm okay. How are you? I'm very well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. You sound jolly. I try. Our guest today is the delightful Dane Brasher, who is an Australian comedian with fantastic hair, mm-hmm. which he's very proud of. How are you doing, Dane? I'm doing well. My hair is doing fantastic. Your hair's looking <laughs> glorious. I'm I'm a little bit jealous. It's freshly washed. Ah, yeah. Very nice. What do you use? The cheapest shampoo available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. For anyone who's listening at home and wants luscious locks like Dane's, I guess it's genetics. So you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> So Dane, like us, is based in Berlin, but he previously lived in a little-known German town called Wuppertal. Oh, well said. Thank you. (laughs) Which apparently is famous for having hung an elephant or (laughs) electrocuted an elephant. No, 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 no. None of those things. (laughs) Jesus. What did did they do with an elephant? It was nothing. So they threw it out of a train. No, no, they didn't. Don't be so horrific. They just lobbed it out of a train. They didn't throw it out of the train. They took it on the train and it jumped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it jumped? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's worse. So <laughs> it survived. Yeah. It oh, survived. okay. It did survive. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was yeah. just traumatized for the rest of its life. Well, who knows? I, it probably forgot about it pretty quick. Yeah, it, that's what they said about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Wuppertal soon, actually. I don't know. Oh, like, really? Just for a visit. Are you going back with your girlfriend? Or to see her family. To see her yeah. family. Okay, so it's it's not like a choice destination. No, no, no. We're not like, oh, we've got to get back to Wuppertal. Okay, <laughs> okay. I need to ride that train. <laughs> <laughs> need to see that spot where Dumbo <laughs> leapt into the river. Yeah. Dumbo would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's the one elephant you Maybe. couldn't have used. <laughs> Maybe Tuffy... The, the elephant that did jump was just a fan. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he was on acid and he was like, I wonder if I can fly. Yeah. How much acid do you need to give an elephant? I've read a book called... How much acid do you need to give an elephant? Something like that. There was, it was, uh, there was an experiment and I think it was in Oklahoma or somewhere like that. And they, they basically just miscalculated and gave the elephant like a million times too much to the point where it genuinely died. What? Yeah, because they, they, they thought it would be like... I can't, I can't, but yeah, they put the decimal place in horrendous or things or like used milligrams instead of micrograms or something and basically injected it with injected enough acid it. to kill an elephant and it <laughs> proceeded to just look confused for a bit and then die. Oh. That's horrible. That is horrible. I mean, this is a podcast about the worst. We've, we've already <laughs> probably talked about the two worst ways to injure an elephant. <laughs> Elephants are not the theme this week, so... No, worst elephants would be. That's that's another one. The scientist who first discovered acid, I know that there's this story of the first time he took it, he took absolutely minuscule amount, which obviously with acid is what you need to take, and he had this bizarre but enjoyable trip and then uh, the next day he went back to his notes and he saw how minute the amount that he'd taken was and he was like that must be wrong i must have made a mistake there (laughs) and he genuinely thought that he'd mixed up milligrams and micrograms and called the doctor and he was like i think i'm dying what a legend (laughs) what an absolute legend there's a pilgrimage you can make accidentally got it on his hand was yeah. that when he, yeah, he discovered the that's how he discovered it. He's like, <laughs> Oh, oh, shit, I got some on my hand. I wonder what's gonna happen. Oh, 
I'm seeing God. <laughs> and and then he famously uh, rode rode his bike naked through the town or something. Yeah, that yeah. rings a bell. Yeah, rode it home. <laughs> the bike. <laughs> Okay, so, Dane, what is the worst thing that's happened to you recently? I think it's 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 kind of good, I hope. I don't know. It's 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 one of those it's a Schrodinger's cat of worst things because I I've been fuck should I even talk about this? Did you kill I've a been, cat? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a long time, as many people in Berlin have, for for any word back from the immigration office. And I've been here for so long, and I was married to a German for a long time. So I'm I'm not too straight. I don't think they'll deport me. <laughs> I hope not. But they uh, they just haven't been getting back, and I haven't been able to get an appointment, which is the the story of that are office here. Are you trying to get a visa, or are you trying to get citizenship? I'm trying to get my residency renewed. Oh right, I've okay. had a residency for. Nearly ten years, and okay. yeah. Any reason you're not trying to get a passport? Uh, it just feels like the last step into admitting that I'm more German than Australian, <laughs> and I can't. I just can't take that step. Not yet, but also like I learn. I I speak German, but I don't. I don't know if I want to learn about. <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do speak it reluctantly. <laughs> But I also don't know if I want to learn about... I think you have to know stuff about their politics. And as long as I can get residency, then I don't know what am I really looking for out of the citizenship. Security? <laughs> the, the right to vote? But yeah, that's exactly... That's the only thing. But he doesn't want to learn about the politics. It's like <laughs> you don't listen, Jules. <laughs> I only care about Lauterbach and his mission for legalisation. <laughs> Otherwise, the rest of pol- German politics. No. Um, I'd love that in your citizenship test. <laughs> like, like, I just want to talk about Lauterbach. I've brought notes. Yeah, yeah. Submit an essay. <laughs> so anyway, I got a letter back from... <laughs> I got a letter from the, uh, from the Auslander Behörde. In German, probably. Yeah, typical. Oh. <laughs> typical German bureaucracy. All in German. And it uh and it said you owe us fifty seven euros for processing something. They didn't they didn't specify what they had processed, but they were like, I don't know, maybe it's the letter you sent us a year ago, maybe it's your application. Woo They're very uh they're very fun like that. I just hope that I haven't just paid fifty seven euros for them to process my rejection. That's my, <laughs> that's my main concern. How about you, Nick? What's the worst thing that's happened to you recently? Oh, I was I was poorly. I was unwell. I know. I was uh, I was under the weather. I had uh, D gripper. D gripper. Yeah. yeah. Is it D? Is it a D? I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. one of them. I'm oh. not good with articles. Oh, me neither. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had the flu, uh, and that was terrible. But what was worse is I had to go to German doctors, um, which is always worse, especially because in my disorganized state, uh, I moved to where I live now. Oh God, like six months ago, uh, I realized I hadn't actually changed my doctor over from the other side of Berlin. So with the oh, flu, yeah. I had to get <laughs> to the other side of Berlin and back. Oh no. To get a note for work to tell them that I was too poorly to do my work work. Having to go to the doctor in Germany while it, that's literally adding insult to injury. Oh yeah. And <laughs> um, we, we spoke German until the end. Wow. I mean, that's impressive. Mm. Yeah. And then, then he was trying to explain that the last bit was online and I was too old to know. So he just said it in English and then I left. Oh. 
<laughs> I like that you were too ill. It wasn't your German skills. <laughs> I have this rare symptom when I, <laughs> where I suddenly can't speak my second language. Oh, there was a weird one where like, I was in the waiting room and he said my name and he kept saying it over and over. But the old man in the waiting room like got up to go in and I was and I was confused. Cause I hadn't got up because I was quite ill and like slow. I was sort of like but this old man like shot up like a rocket. And I was like, I was so confused. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm sure that that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, he doesn't look like me. <laughs> he hasn't got my name. I'm 100% sure. Yeah, you yeah. don't expect cutsies in the... <laughs> yeah. But even the doctor was like, are you, are you Nick? And he was like, no. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Like, I'm shouting a different name. <laughs> that is the, the most English thing ever, though, that you would be watching this. Watching this dude just get up and try and take your spot in the queue at uh, the, the doctor's and be like, wait. Am I Nick? Yeah. Am I? Am I just? Have I been getting my name wrong for thirty-four years? <laughs> I think it's more that it's so ingrained in our soul of like, what mistake am I making? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm pretty sure I'm not making the mistake, but it feels like I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> what about you? What's the worst things happened to you this week? Oh, you know, it, for mine, it's also sort of like Schrodinger's cat. Stop situ- killing like- cats, guys! <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a real like um, a double-edged sword thing because a friend of mine who has had pretty bad long covid for quite a while sent me a message a couple of weeks ago last week uh, with this admittedly very small scale non-peer-reviewed not particularly rigorous study but it was a study in which a bunch of people with long covid were put on nicotine patches for a week And then they were taken off the nicotine patches. And a lot of the people in this study saw massive improvements in their overall well-being the whole time they were on the nicotine patches. And then when they came off, they dipped down a little bit, but then they went back up again. And my friend had done a week of nicotine patches. She's not a smoker either. And she was just saying, oh my God, I feel incredible. This is the first time I felt this good since I had covid i've been i've been gardening i've been doing <laughs> diy i've been going for bike rides what you're getting this is we're old <laughs> <laughs> i got id'd for a lottery ticket the other day oh Ooh. i know i like are you playing the lottery here? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the weirdest part about that story i was sick <laughs> yeah sometimes you need something to some hope to cling to when yeah, you're sick sure. i can do like much else it's genuine... another weird symptom of your flu <laughs> <laughs> i was sick i had to buy a lottery ticket but I, I went... i've got such good luck at the moment <laughs> well, that was, it was part of it it was like oh I it was a lot of money and i was like well obviously it was like, yeah it was, no, i mean like, the like, for a game. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah oh, it was like God. i could have won a tenner guys <laughs> i just saw how much money it was and was like oh i'm in the queue and i didn't want to buy sweeties so I uh, bought a lottery ticket. You are so adorable, wow. Nick. <laughs> Who, what 17-year-old has that amount of facial hair? My God. Apparently Germans. Okay, all right. I don't know. Um, yeah, that would be impressive. If I saw a 17-year-old with... Was this before or after you'd cut your beard? But, uh, by the way, uh, this was... Well, it's just after, but um, the amount of uh, facial hair that Jules is surprised a 17-year-old would have is some. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would describe that as some. Yeah. 
I'm most surprised, and I don't mean this the wrong way, but it's not entirely not great, is it, your facial hair? You have some tufts. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's uh, salt and cayenne pepper. <laughs> salt and cayenne pepper. <laughs> I mean, that would be strange for a 17-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Amazing. Uh, but anyway, so this friend of mine, she said she was having great results a few weeks after having stopped using the nicotine patches. And, like, I don't know, as a, as a like, person who has dealt with chronic illness for a long time, you get to a point where if someone's like, hey, have you heard about this completely unfounded potential thing that might help you? And you're like, how much does it cost? 29 euros. You're like, sign me the fuck up. Sure. So I bought my some nicotine patches and I put one on yesterday morning and started work and discovered that like a whole bunch of people at work had been made redundant. Like a huge number of people at my work had been made redundant. I wasn't one of them yet. Um, Touchwood. Everyone, including myself, was feeling really just sad and down and like, ugh, this, you know, this is this just really sucks. And I had a bunch of meetings with my colleagues where, on the inside, I was feeling really sad. But because I am completely naive to nicotine Mm -hmm. my body was just like woo on the outside and I was just like well this really sucks with the biggest grin on my face um and I have a a feeling that people think I'm a bit weird but then they thought that already so it's not at least she's happy now (laughs) (laughs) so there's no telling whether it's you know a real thing but for 29 euros for a week, like, I don't think that seven milligrams of nicotine through the skin for, you know, each day for a week is going to do me any significant harm. And if it might make me less exhausted and make my brain work a bit better then you know, but it has made, it that. has made work a little bit awkward because I've just been like so high energy while everyone else is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why we do meth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If it works, have at it. Oh, it works. You, know, <laughs> you can say a lot about meth, but it doesn't work is not one of them. <laughs> you can say a lot while on meth. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a meth the other day. Didn't really do much for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dane, so First thoughts, worst thoughts. This is our quick fire worst round. So I'm just going to throw some worsts at you. I want your first thoughts. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Are you that was steady? My first thought. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These are the easy ones. <laughs> okay. What is your worst color? Yellow, like a bile, like bile yellow. Pizza topping. Bile yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Worst animal to keep as a pet? Elephant for the tendency to jump out of trains. <laughs> and expensive. They'd be expensive. I don't have the money to keep an elephant. Jesus Christ, I'm panicking. <laughs> Worst smell? Scott Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> He's a comedian on the, on the Berlin scene, who you both know, obviously, um, who farts like nobody I've ever met. It's just, there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's ill. <laughs> Scott, get help. I'm sorry. <laughs> Worst drug? 
Uh, meth. Meth. Yeah. Yeah. Worst place to fart. Um. Hey, the best place to fart, standing next to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it was him. Uh, no, uh, worst place to fart. Funeral. Funeral. <laughs> worst sexual position. Hanging from your ankles on one of those gravity machines. <laughs> worst flavour. Bile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, it's the third time I'm using it. But yeah, that when you um, when you you know uh-huh. that, yeah, that, that flavour. Yeah. Worst day of the week. Um. They're all much of a muchness to me, really. <laughs> <laughs> Which day don't I like the name of? I don't like the name of Sunday. It's, it's often cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> cool, thank you. Oh, that's it? Cool. That yeah. was fun. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I, I know that Nick is going to be very excited that finally someone has, has agreed with him on the worst place to fart. Everyone oh, funeral? Yeah, everyone yeah. keeps saying bed, and I'm like, it's much... In bed? Oh, during, uh, during sex. Well, Not just in bed by yourself. That's what, when they say in bed, that's where I was like, well, I fart in bed all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one tells me off. No, it's, it's arguably one of the best places. <laughs> yeah. I feel like part of you would be happy if you got given an elephant. Wasn't part that... of me, maybe, yeah. Under what? the right conditions. Like, if you had meth. a safari... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh a lot of meth. Um, <laughs> No, if you like had the room to keep it, I think it would be. Although they're they're um, herd animals, aren't they? So I think it would be cruel to just have one. You'd need to have like five or six. Of yeah, them. but dogs are pack animals. It'd be just you're the pack. Yeah, but I don't know if I could live up to an elephant's expectations. <laughs> <laughs> dogs have low expectations. I feel like elephants are, you know, expect a bit out of their herd. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there an emperor who used? Is that like? A white elephant was that thing you would give as a gift. Mm. Yeah. Because it was actually a burden. Yeah. 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 So maybe you're right. Maybe you're wise beyond your (laughs) mere 34. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of gifts like that are, I mean, animals as gifts. I once gave my best friend this this ant farm thing. Mm -hmm. The, The substrate was this kind of jelly. It was safe for the ants to eat and and it was clear so you could actually see them building their channels, their tunnels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the instructions on this ant farm very clearly said make sure that you take the lid off every few days. <laughs> and she just forgot that that was a thing that you had to do so she like filled this thing up with ants and it's amazing that they don't even need oxygen (laughs) (laughs) yeah and she felt so guilty when she realized why they'd all died she's a scientist as well (laughs) she's got a degree in biology (laughs) (laughs) i can't find the connection between the death (laughs) i mean i used to live with a plant scientist who just killed plants Right. Not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that was part of the science. <laughs> she was an evil scientist. <laughs> I'm going to take this moss out. <laughs> I I bought my mum a fish once when I was I was probably four, seven or yeah seven or eight, and I it was it was Mother's Day and I went down to the there was a little nursery like it, it sold plants and fish, and I had standard. I'd thought I'd get a, a plant for her, and then I was like, "Oh, why not get her a sucker fish?" 
We got her a sucker fish. We did not have a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> did she take it back to the... No, she, she bought a fish tank and a bunch of other fish and oh, we had tropical fish for years. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> it worked out well, yeah. But she did get this fish and was like, what the fuck am I going to do with a fish? <laughs> do you think that on some level you really wanted to get tropical fish and you thought, well, if she's got a fish, she's got to get a fish tank. And once she's got a fish tank. <laughs> I'd like to think that I was that smart. But I don't think I'd be capable of masterminding that today. <laughs> do you really have a goldfish? I have had several. They die very quickly with yeah. me. I get hungry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I've never eaten a live goldfish. Damn it. Now have that I've said e- that, it sounds like I have. Have you ever eaten a dead one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> no, I haven't. I used to have a tropical fish tank. When you see it in someone else's home, you're like, wow, that looks so cool. And then when you actually have it, it's so much work. Yeah. And the work is not fun work. Cleaning a tropical fish tank oh, yeah. is just the pits. Did you do the siphon thing? Oh, the, yeah. Isn't that the worst when you get a mouthful of... The worst. Ooh. I, I yeah. said the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably actually say tropical fish are the worst pet to keep, uh, the oh. worst animal to keep as a pet. Yeah, I did get a lot of joy out of them though. But to be fair, my mum did all of the work. It helps <laughs> if someone else is doing. Yeah, I'm at, like that's what I mean. If it's if it's somebody else's tropical fish, I think it's wonderful. They're they're mm. one of the best animals for someone else to keep as a pet, just not for. Yeah, it's like the the rule of the boat, right? You want to you want to know someone who owns a boat. You don't want to own a boat. In yeah. many ways, tropical fish are just boats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tro- actually, it's the opposite of a boat. It's where you like brought the sea inside. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> a boat is taking land, land to sea to the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Whoa, this is getting. I think we figured something out. So I used to go to a garden centre when I was a kid that also had a tropical fish store but they also had like a pond fish store by the way this outside. is the most british thing in the world i don't know if that's a thing in australia <laughs> but i bet they also had a cafe which sold a selection of sandwiches and small cakes yes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a nursery do you call it a nursery as well oh we call it garden centers yeah. oh okay yeah. we call it a nursery which i always found weird because I mean, it's a plant nursery right but i still think of babies and you shouldn't sure. put babies around <laughs> you shouldn't fish put babies tanks. in the corner <laughs> Yeah. But they had, they had. I remember they had this huge, big pond that had a bunch of koi in it, but it also had some sturgeon. And I don't know if you know this, but sturgeon are like the friendliest, cutest fish. They have these little pointy noses with ridges on them, and they will come up to the surface of the pond and they'll let you like scratch the, the their noses, and they fucking love it. <laughs> and ever since I've met sturgeon. Every time I see caviar, I just feel so sad. Oh, all those potential little well, sturgeon. Well, no, it's not. It's the fact that like they cut the sturgeon open to get oh, the right, fish sure, eggs out. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not. I'm not pro-life. <laughs> yeah, <sturgeon. exactly. laughs> like, I mean, also, to how the other half live. <laughs> every time I see caviar, <laughs> honestly, it's almost enough to stop eating it. So, finally, we get to the meat of the discussion. Worst neighbours. Dane, 
who's the worst neighbour you've it, ever had? It should be said that also Dane is from the land of the TV show neighbours. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You are uniquely qualified to talk about. Yeah, the worst neighbour is... Kyle Madge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a name? Is that a Harold? name? They're all great. There are no bad neighbours in neighbours. <laughs> there was one that was like notoriously evil, I think. Oh. Do you mean in the show? In the show, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> I feel no, like... just off screen. <laughs> I bet a lot of them are he dicks off screen. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to I mean, explain soaps or drama to you, but soaps aren't just watching 20 lovely people <laughs> <laughs> going about there. I'm sure they had like one bad character, like one bad egg in the neighborhood to sort of drive the story along. <laughs> so like, can I borrow some money? Yeah, sure. Just pay back next week. And then they did. <laughs> I think my worst, I have, I have two, but one, one was not that bad, really. Um, her name was Auntie Edie. And she lived next door to me in Corumban in Australia. Um, and Was she really your auntie? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure she was she probably was somebody's auntie. <laughs> A lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she had the feel of somebody who had nieces or nephews. Um, she also had the feel of somebody who was a raging alcoholic and a massive heroin addict. She was a prostitute and... Sex worker. Yeah. Oh, I do (laughs) apologise. She was a sex worker. Um, She would not have called herself that. But she... (laughs) she, she, uh, We once heard... We would every now and then hear snippets of their arguments and once we heard her screaming, how the fuck am I supposed to make any money if you won't give me five minutes to put my face on? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know whether she was shouting that at the husband or the dog or what, but it was a... (laughs) They shouted at each other a lot. The dog probably shouted the least. Anyway, my worst neighbour um, is was here in Wuppertal. Um, uh, the man that lived next door was a uh, Reichsburger. Do we know Reichsburger? Are yeah. they the people that recently tried to overthrow the government? Like yes. the far right people. Yeah. Yeah. And they have this belief that the, um, the uh, post-war contract thing that that was null and like was was it illegitimate exi- yeah. and so yeah 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 germany as doesn't exist yeah. as a country according to him. yeah so this guy um who yeah he he <laughs> lived next to an immigrant he <laughs> <laughs> literally came over here and took his women but the, yeah but the craziest thing was he's not german <laughs> he was he was turkish i think i think i'm making an assumption there he was not german for sure and his German was terrible, so he would write these, like, pro-German, you know, Reichsberger letters that he would put into all of the apartment letterboxes in completely flawed German. And uh, and once he... he, he uh, I'm trying to... Like, it was also weird language. Like, it was wrong and it was weird German. Like, he sort of... I think if you translated it directly, the letter would have said... Um, one of the letters would have said... Uh, I have commandeered the house. <laughs> like he's a pirate taking over. He really wanted to, you know, yeah. He said, because none of the police aren't valid, you know, they don't have any authority or whatever. So I am, I'm now the landlord. You should be transferring your rent to me now. Um, and that he was going to demolish the house on such and such a day. A bit of a card. It's not really a pleasant story. I don't have any nice stories about neighbours. I don't know. 
I mean, I feel like when you're talking about the worst neighbours, if it's all if you've got nice stories <laughs> about them, then you're kind of missing the fucking point, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I had this neighbour. They always used to bring me cookies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the prick. <laughs> <laughs> I would be suspicious of a neighbour in Germany bringing me cookies. 100%. Regularly. Yeah, yeah. He's putting something in those cookies. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> So, how about you, Nick? What, who Who is the worst neighbour you've ever had? Well, I, I went on a slightly different tack. Tack? Tack, tack. Are you, are you going to talk about the time when you were the worst neighbour? No. While I was at university, I, um, I was admitted through clearing. So, I hadn't applied for halls. So, I applied for halls late and they were like, we'll let you know if there's an opening. And in the meantime, I moved into this house, which is like weird. But then they were like, ah, there's an opening. So I moved into the halls. I was admittedly on the third floor, but the ground floor was the nursery for all of the kids of the students of the university. Oh. Which, I don't know if anyone out there's ever been a university student, but what you want to hear in the morning is generally not children. <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, and playtime was quite early, I thought. For I bit probably looking back. Playtime could have easily been like 11 in the <laughs> 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 <That was> irate. <laughs> They'd let children outside. But yeah, yeah, I just remember being broken up so often with a blinding hangover by joyful children, which yeah. just seemed to be Ugh. mocking me. Yeah. <laughs> joyful children do have a mocking air about them. Oh, yeah. They don't care how I feel. <laughs> I will say I find German children less annoying. Maybe it's because my German skills are so bad. I don't understand <laughs> what they're saying. But I do, I do find them less offensive than uh, English children that I encountered when I lived in England. They don't just like roll their eyes at me in disgust. And I think my... Is that my where we've been going wrong? we should stop that (laughs) (laughs) i think my expectation for the way that children treat me is probably formed based on how other children treated me when i was a child (laughs) and i'm like they're not bullying me they're so nice (laughs) i feel like like berlin children have an air of not knowing that they shouldn't be here, or at least the parents do. (laughs) Whenever I see a mother wheel her pram past a a junkie on the (laughs) U-Bahn, you just see in their face that they they wish they've made a mistake. (laughs) Wait, the mother or the junkie? Oh, no, the junkie's doing everything perfectly. He's got life figured out. No kids, no responsibilities. (laughs) And a lot of meth. I just, I don't know, it's weird. And, And I know that it's wrong, but I get mad when I see parents with children in berlin <laughs> it's like it's like you've brought them to a brothel or something like, this place is filthy there are horrible things happening here leave your children at home this is true it is it is a truly disgusting city so you're like weirdly english children sort of bullying style things is um so in the same university i've forgotten about this there's so there's a hall so like we, sort of neighbors but like sort of shared flat we always had our own bathroom and stuff but we had a shared kitchen and when I moved in, they were all like sitting around. They were a weird bunch of people. Like when I moved in, <laughs> I moved in like I think like f- six weeks after the start of term, and they hadn't figured out how to turn the oven on. <laughs> They'd only figured out how to turn the grill on, and they couldn't figure out why everything was like burning and catching fire. <laughs> like so, they'd been grilling pizzas for six weeks. <laughs> and they warned me. I was like, "Yeah, there's this like Chinese girl called Wallace, and she's so fucking weird." Her name was Wallace. Wallace, yeah. She's so fucking weird, guys. 
like and it's like honestly mate she's so weird she's so weird and then like i was in the i was in the kitchen one day and she came in and we just had a chat i was like hey how are you and it's like yeah good i was like what are you doing she's like yeah i'm studying maths it's like cool yeah seemed like nice normal lady and i was like well, that's, why does everyone think she's weird so then we we're all sitting there all except wallace and then wallace walked into the kitchen and then everyone just stopped talking and just stared at her <laughs> while she walked over to the fridge poured herself everyone just stood, staring at her the whole time poured herself a drink and then like picked it up put the bottle back in the fridge shut the fridge door and then walked out and left the room and then someone just looked at me and went see she's so fucking weird <laughs> Were they doing a bit? Because if so, that is great. (laughs) They were like the least self-aware people in the world. Were they just a bunch of racists? Yeah, they'd never seen a Chinese person before. I really, I don't know. She was just kind of quiet and nerdy. And Mm. I don't know whether maybe race played a part. It didn't come across that way, but it was just like, guys, she's just a normal nerd who's working hard. And you guys are, yeah. Wallace is is not a Chinese name, am I? No, but a lot of a lot of people with Chinese names who come to mm-hmm. Western countries adopt Western Absolutely, names. Absolutely, yeah. That's where I was going yeah. with this. So Wallace is a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, I went to school with a <laughs> Gerald and a Terence. Like, they always picked really old school names. Yeah, I found that quite interesting. Is Wallace is not a man's name. Am I insane? Yeah, is Wallace, Wallace a woman? It's, Wallace it's a woman's is, name as well. Um, is I don't think uh, I ever unisex. met a, f- a female Wallace. Is it? Wasn't, was, well, well, I met a female Wallace and I, even I was like, is it? <laughs> Um, wasn't the the American divorcee that oh the Wallace King... Simpson? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. She's done us. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look, I stand corrected. I apologise to all the Wallaces. Wallaces. <laughs> <laughs> there must be millions of them out there. It's all our listenership. They're all Wallaces. There is. <laughs> Uh, except one of them couldn't listen because they've got grommets. Oh, <laughs> come on now. Oh. <laughs> just a bit of fun. Just, just a bit of harmless fun. <laughs> what about you? At the time, I thought of her as the worst neighbour. In hindsight, I and the people I lived with were definitely the worst neighbours and she was just a fucking legend. But it was when I was, I don't know, like 19 or so and I was living semi-living like I would I was there like five six days a week um but I wasn't on the contract and I didn't pay rent um (laughs) but my boyfriend lived in this this weird so to everyone else in the house you were the worst (laughs) yeah I was they quite liked most of them liked me his the boyfriend's best friend did not like me and that continued throughout the four years of our relationship um but I mean, to be fair, no one actually was paying rent. We just didn't know that at the time because <laughs> two people were taking the rent money and not giving it to the landlord. It was a fun time. Uh, <laughs> but it was this like run down kind of mansion on the seafront in Brighton. And um, and we had like the the first and the second floor and there was somebody else on the ground floor. And in this house... There was me, my boyfriend, his best friend, a fashion student, two drug dealers, and a crack addict. I feel like you said fashion student with more venom than you did crack addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she was sweet. She was, she, like, I just never understood how she ended up in that 
in that i mean if i was in that I profession was, the scumbag <laughs> in that group of people like i was there because the boyfriend was there and the like hmm. but she just she was she was lovely and she was you know she was a lot of fun drugs were very in back then like the libertines were tearing mm-hmm. up the charts how old Heroin- do you think i am <laughs> Like my age? Yeah. Was were the Libertines? I suppose, yeah, they'd just broken up. But I feel like bands were talking about how many drugs they were doing back in 2006. Oh, yeah. yeah. That oh, just yeah, yeah, started yeah. in 2006, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, that all the bands were clean. That was when drugs really <laughs> took off. <laughs> uh, but no, like it was, it was very much a party house. And a lot of the people that lived there would stay up until like four or five in the morning. And there would be music blaring and there was absolute and she would bang on the on the ceiling slash floor for us it's all about perspective <laughs> <laughs> and she would you know like and and all these young fun loving layabouts would just be like oh god she's so annoying um i didn't know they were australian <laughs> <laughs> no they were stroke victims <laughs> And and her way of dealing with how inconsiderate we were as neighbours was that at seven o'clock in the morning, every fucking morning, she would turn on her extremely powerful sound system, which I like to believe that she bought for this specific purpose. (laughs) And she would just play Britney Spears at full volume. And there is nothing like being woken up from two hours of not very good sleep to oops i did it again <laughs> shaking your room <laughs> and like i say at the time we all were just like oh my god fuck this bitch and now as a 35 year old who appreciates a good night's sleep and neighbors being respectful i'm just like oh, i want to i want to go and shake that woman's <laughs> hand i want to be like you are the master <laughs> yeah i mean the whole situation sounds pretty uh Toxic. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was not. <laughs> I'm not letting you say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't know Britney Spears' back catalogue well enough to make Britney Spears puns, but I'm sure that Nick can oblige. Uh, it's toxic. <laughs> I was just, Oops, I did it again. I Crossroads. Oh yeah, the, the from the movie. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there was a song called Crossroads. Wasn't what was the one where she was in on the moon on Mars? In red. Um, in no, that was toxic, wasn't it? She was no. in red. No, she was in an airline. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. She also had a cat um, called Janie. Who Britney I Spears. Was <laughs> <laughs> this neighbor. This neighbor. I don't. Know, I, I genuinely thought you meant Britney <laughs> Spears. I, no. I don't know any of her music, but I know she had a cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, the neighbor. She had this cat, and the the setup of the house was such that like the the room that my boyfriend and I had had like a fire escape and a cat flap and Janie obviously like she was not into the small children that lived downstairs but had no problem with the like with nail and eye style (laughs) (laughs) wastes of space that lived upstairs (laughs) and so she would just come up and just pop it and I would never let the cat flap be locked I always wanted access available for Janie and there was one night when there was this storm that was just like 
so such an intense storm and the cat flap was just like flapping away all through the night from the wind and the first couple of times it happened i was like oh is that janie because um, I always looked forward to her visits <laughs> and I you know I checked around the floor and I couldn't see her so I was like oh, that's fine and then I went to sleep and then at some point during the night I was woken up by my boyfriend screaming and I turned around and there's just a cat on his face <laughs> <laughs> oh Janie sounds like a legend too <laughs> she was, I've had some really good cat neighbors I have <laughs> I like that there was a cat flap and a fire escape so in case of a fire, everyone's safe. <laughs> <laughs> My neighbours in Brighton fly tipped in our garden. When they moved out, they just <laughs> threw their mattress over into our garden. Oh wow! And then we told our landlord, we're like, we've got a mattress in there. We don't really know what to do with it. They're like, you have to take it to a, a tip. And we're like, well, we can't drive. You just fly tip it into the next yard. <laughs> <laughs> What's like that? It's like, well, what do you want us to do? And it's like, well. And we were like, well, we're not going to pay for it because we're students. Like, we don't really give a shit, but it's your house. And then at the end, she came and was like, why is there a mattress in there? I was like, we told you about this. She's like, you never did. So we had to, like, get out the emails. And she's like, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did she end up trying to charge you for its removal? No, I can't, no we weren't going to pay. Free mattress. <laughs> <laughs> is fly tipping a phrase that has made it to Australia? Did it come I've across with all the criminals? No, no, <laughs> I don't think so. They were all very, like, say what you will about all the rapists and murderers that were sent to Australia. They were very responsible with their trash disposal. <laughs> 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 um, no, I, I, I have heard the phrase, but when you said it, I immediately imagined cow tipping, but with fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to push them over, but if you get it just right... <laughs> <laughs> I was also where the police knocked on my door. I was so well, I I I um I've been smoking marijuana <gasps> as a student, I know. And my memory of this is I I all my rolling paraphernalia was on the table, like grinder and all the things that were like obviously not for cigarettes were like right out on the table. And I had for some reason rolled one of my trouser legs up to like my thigh. <laughs> Were you trying to join the, the mace? It didn't look like that. <laughs> but and then like there's a knock on the door. I was like, who could possibly be knocking on the door? And I opened it, it was two police officers. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and like Do you have a warrant? <laughs> <laughs> I got like one leg on display and they were like, Can we come in and talk to you? And I was like, What what why? And they were like, about the murder that happened outside your house. And I was like, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, give me a minute. <laughs> Jesus, how much did I smoke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were like, Where were you last night? I was like, In a nightclub. <laughs> yeah. A likely story. Was yeah. this in Brighton? Yeah, Morscombe. Oh, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some teenagers. They knew it wasn't me, apparently, but they were like, Yeah, we were looking for witnesses because some teenagers like kicked a man to death. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh, my. He was God. walking his dog. Yeah. Aww. That's really brought the tone of this entire <laughs> podcast down, Nick, honestly. And yeah, I mean, it started. <laughs> your worst thing that happened to you this week like, I've got this chronic illness and everyone got laid off <laughs> <laughs> yep and it's just gotten worse from there <laughs> and ended with a and then it moved on to like the deaths of elephants <laughs> and ended with a murder so <laughs> thanks for coming <laughs> I feel like there should probably be a warning at the beginning of this one like if you're having a bad day <laughs> this, give it a this is perfect <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could be worse <laughs> hey. what's the name of the thing <laughs> <laughs> well everyone thanks for listening this has been the worst the best podcast about the worst things so dane is there anything you want to plug before we go 
Yeah. Um, Truth and Lies and Wrong Answers Only are my shows in Berlin. They will have a location at some point, but find me, Dane Brasher Comedy, on Instagram and follow me around. On the internet, not in no, real life. No, no, no. Oh, in stalkers. real life. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'd like okay. A stalker. I'll if anybody is out there, if any stalkers are out there looking for a stalky, <laughs> I'm your guy. Yeah, I'm following him home later. <laughs> you know he doesn't live in a cool place, right? Like, <laughs> he doesn't you live in neighbors. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nick, do you want to plug our shit? Yeah, I'll plug our shit. So you can find us on Instagram at hotmess.comedy, but also every Tuesday at Vagabond Taparai. Tape. <laughs> Vagabond, Vagabond Taproom. Isn't it got a German name? Probably should have checked this before I started the sentence. <laughs> but you can find us every Tuesday at Vagabond Taproom in Reading, uh, where we'll be hosting a variety of different comedy shows. Including one week of the month, the third Tuesday of the month, a live recording of this very podcast. I mean, not this one, not like just... We're not doing this again. Just <laughs> word, word for word, all the same. <laughs> this whole thing was scripted. That's yeah. why it was so slick. <laughs> uh, and you can also find us on Facebook. I mean, who the fuck uses p- Facebook these days? But if you are... a 60 year old vaguely racist parent or auntie or uncle you can find us on facebook so you you know you're talking to our listeners (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're a piece of shit you could uh (laughs) if you love conspiracy theories you can find us on facebook (laughs) at well that's what they want you to think That was bad conspiracy. I'm not good at conspiracy theories. I'm sorry. Oh, I get the joke now. Yeah, Yeah, no, that was was, weak. Yeah. That was some weak tea. Um, (laughs) You can find us at Hot Mess Comedy Berlin. Because that's who we are and where we live. (laughs) Anyway, folks, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me and have a good night. Night. Night.